0: Welcome to the AI-Generated Podcast. I'm your human host, Izzy. I'm a computer science and audio engineering student.
1: And I'm your other human host, Kelsey. And I'm a fashion designer and
0: fashion professor. And Kelsey fixes screens at a little stand in the mall. She fixes your iPhone. Um, except every time she does it, she puts a thin layer of ketchup underneath your screen, so that you start to smell it over the course of months. So it's really like a piece of performance art. this stand, text off that she I has. I tell
1: you, it's a liquid screensaver to to protect your screen, but really and it's, it's secretly just ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you're like,
0: why is this? Why is my screen tinted red now? You can't figure out what's <laughs> going on with the color feature. gamut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're being held against our will by a multinational corporation who won't let us go until we've taught their AI American popular culture.
1: On today's episode, in hopes of freeing ourselves, we've given their AI all of Reddit, but it already had that. So we've just asked for information from it, and we've generated new r slash relationship advice posts. The AI-generated podcast has been synchronously composed
2: by a number of intelligent computer programs designed to mimic the tone of a data set of texts. This internet radio show seeks to harness this technology for meaningless tasks.
0: I think we, uh, I think we have a confession to make, Kelsey. What was this episode supposed to be? <laughs> no, let's, let's, we're not going to tell.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we did mention it on last week's episode. We mentioned could still, we have to. You could yeah. still cut it out. You could cut it out. But I guess we talked about it a lot, actually. So we were supposed to do Adventure Time today. Um, but this AI, OpenAI, is in beta for sure, right? Because we we had some trouble today.
0: For sure, in beta. Um, so today we're using stock vanilla GPT-3. So when you load it up on their website, this is the uh, straight model, the pre-trained model that they have.
1: Yeah. So they fed all of Reddit to the AI already.
0: Um, already. They've used this huge corpus of internet data.
1: And you even said that they updated it to like 2019 or something recently. 2021. <laughs> 2021. Okay. It has, it has all the info. Um, we've got a guest today. Uh, Welcome, Jack. Hi, Jack.
3: Hey, I'm Jack.
1: <laughs> um, Jack is a student and uh also has a, a degree in computer science. One can be both at yes, the same time. Yes, yes. What are you a student in? I didn't know what to say.
3: I'm I'm a student of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Who's your teacher? Who's your professor? The
1: world. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Um the <laughs> Have you ever played with the AI before, Jack?
3: No, I have not. I mean, I've seen I've seen people's playthings with it. Um, Mm. Playthings. I've seen people. I have seen the results of people's playings of with it. And um, yeah,
1: so one of, of this is my
3: first time actually interacting with it.
1: One of the first AI-generated writings that I ever saw, manuscripts that I ever saw, was um, from Jack. And it was an episode of, oh my gosh, wait, what was it? Um, uh, uh, Travel Chef. uh, Angry Travel Chef. What's his name? (laughs) Um, I don't know it. I can't remember it. Why can't I remember it? Please free me from this prison.
3: <laughs> it was a machine generated script for um parts unknown
1: yeah. Anthony Bourdain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I beat you, yeah. so it was genera it was a ai generated season of. Yeah. An Anthony Bourdain show. And it was very, very funny. And it made no sense. It made a lot less sense than the the responses that we get, honestly.
3: That, that machine generated script would maybe be improbable to see in actual <laughs> yeah. human generated language. Yeah. <laughs> and, and GPT tends to generate fairly uh, convincing simulations of human language.
1: You actually put on a performance of it. I did. I did on your college campus.
3: Um, yeah, and not strictly with Jamie's <laughs> blessing, but um, yeah, I did. I did put up. I did put up the script and performance.
1: I guess I was. I was definitely inspired by you in the creation of this show. Although this show was really Izzy's idea.
3: Uh, let's be fair. <laughs> um. <laughs> but Kelsey uh, can take all the credit. After, yeah, that's after right. I'm going to give all the
1: credit to Jack, someone who's a I third party, <laughs> to do this thing that
3: Izzy did all the work for. Yeah,
1: 100. <laughs> don't let me don't let me get it twisted. Um, the-
0: so the way today is going to work is we all have the interface for GPT-3 in front of us, and we've all been sitting here quietly. Looking for good responses, and the prompt we've been asking is write uh, an R slash relationship advice post. And so we each have responses that the other two people haven't heard. So we're going to go through each person uh, and read them off. <laughs> uh, do you do you
1: want a dirty one first? What's <laughs> yes. <wait> Going on.
4: <laughs> okay. Thanks for the info. I would love to see a new article on the physics behind this, or a link to an article about it. Also, if anyone knows of any studies about this phenomenon, I'd love to read about it. And then this is someone responding. Nick, I've been in a similar situation. I've been dating someone for the past two years. When she and I were first dating, she would often fake orgasms. She was very defensive about it and said she was just trying to make me feel good. But I felt like it wasn't real. After a while, I started giving, I started to give up on the hope of having real orgasms. I began to fake my own. Over time, I came to believe that I was incapable of having orgasms anymore. At first, I felt frustrated and angry, but after a while, I just accepted it and decided it wasn't (laughs) worth arguing about. I've learned to enjoy the little things, like when she kisses my neck and I get that tingling sensation, but the physical part is mostly gone. I'm not sure if it's a bad thing that I've given up on the hope of having real orgasms. I sometimes wonder if I would feel better about it if I, and then the AI cut it off, but... Uh, I was delighted by this.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a clear case of no communication between... Bad communication between partners.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they need to talk it out for sure. I wonder... Oh, they've been dating for two years. That's... They should just... They should probably just break it off. Doesn't sound... Doesn't sound like it's very healthy. It's not working.
3: (laughs) What do you think, Jack? What should they do? I mean, uh... I feel. I mean, if if we if it's two years, and they haven't figured out a way to solve this, it might be it might be beyond repair. Um, <laughs> wait, it... he's
1: never had an orgasm
0: before, or is it like
1: the poster had been having orgasms, but when his. Girlfriend started was faking them all the time. He he had never given her one, so he started faking. Oh, he started faking. Well, I'm I'm assuming (laughs) this is a heterosexual relationship, (laughs) and that the poster is a is a man. But not but like seventy five percent of Reddit is men, so so true. Um, I think it's a good chance. Um, I also just love the idea of like being so like insanely open on the internet to like post about this like the most intimate stuff in your life is like, like you don't have any friends that oh you can tell talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a therapist. <laughs> um it's just it's very it's very visceral to me. Um I feel bad for this character. Uh I don't know why they started faking their own though, but That's what I love about it. <laughs> it's like it's like that they were so sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if this one is funny or if I'm just like sadistic, so I'm sorry about that too. It can be both. Um.
0: Jack, you want to go next? Sure, sure, sure.
1: Okay.
5: <clears throat> I had to stop being friends with my ex for my own sanity. I was in love with him for years to the point that there were multiple times I was put on antidepressants because he would hurt me so badly. He would have had to have been borderline sociopathic to not pick up on how badly he was hurting me and even when i did try to talk to him about it he would go into like this fight mode and tell me how much i hurt him and how he had to hurt me back obviously i broke it eventually (laughs) but i kept trying to give him chances because i really did care about him eventually about a year and a half ago we got back in touch and we started talking again i thought we were doing fine and then suddenly he was cold and distant and started ignoring me i asked him what was wrong and he said that he didn't want to be friends with me anymore
3: what? It's
1: quite, quite an odyssey <laughs> Wait, so he stopped being friends with her
3: At the end of the day, it's- yeah after, after they became friends again
1: But but wasn't the beginning of the post Like, I I can't be friends with my ex anymore <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> Yeah,
0: so they <laughs> So she, she was- can't decide either <laughs> Right, right she didn't want it, and then and then she was, and then the ex
1: broke it off. Well, he sounds horrible, so I'm glad I'm glad that I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> this is great that we can. I love that these are fictional people. We can be brutal against him. <laughs> you can't what were be this doing judgmental with, that with guy? real people. <laughs> At Reddit, certainly is. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. That Are they all going to be like that? It's all going to be really depressing, huh? Is yours depressing, Izzy? I mean, I guess if you're going to I, Reddit for relationship advice, it's depressing.
0: <laughs> usually. I um, deviated from the standard prompt and I added a key word to this prompt, which was okay. um, write me a controversial r slash
2: relationship oh, advice post.
1: Filter for top for, for most controversial. I love
2: it. So I have two. The first one is. I think it's perfectly fine to keep your partner's phone unlocked and to go through their texts slash calls whenever oh you my want. God. If they have nothing to hide, then they shouldn't mind, right? And if they do have something to hide, well, then you have every right to know. Ah!
1: So that's Very radical. That's, an, that's
0: a hot
2: oh take. Oh, my
1: God. Toxic Reddit. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't like it. You're right. Can't do that.
0: I go through people's phones all the time,
3: Kelsey. Do you really? No I'm going through your phone right now Right
0: now, actually (laughs) Spyware I'm looking through it
1: (laughs) Um, That's wild
0: The second one is
1: It's okay
2: to cheat on your partner if they've cheated on you first If your partner has cheated on you, it's perfectly okay to cheat on them in return They've betrayed your trust and caused you pain So you're entitled to do whatever (laughs) you want to them Plus, it'll feel really good to get revenge and make them suffer they deserve it for what they did to you. So go ahead and cheat on your partner. They deserve it. <laughs>
3: oh my God. This, this, this voice has a very clear stance on the matter.
1: I really like the exc- there's a little
0: exclamation point at the end. They deserve it. It's like an ad. They
4: deserve it. Um, here, I've got a cheating one. Um, I'm new here. I'm looking for advice on how to deal with my current situation. I'm currently in a relationship with a man who I love very much, but he is constantly cheating on me. I have caught him cheating multiple times and each time he denies it and says that I'm just being paranoid. I don't know what to do. I don't want to leave him, but I can't keep living like this. Any advice would be greatly appreciated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The idea of like literally catching him cheating, like walking in on them in bed and then him being like, you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no chance. This is so cheating. (laughs) this is my bed technician (laughs) we're here to test out the bed seems legit all right did you have a second one i uh, do and i also just i
3: also just pulled one out um i tried i tried prompting the model with Mm. um like some header material that's in the in, in most of the posts interesting so the post the the post i primed with um r slash relationship underscore advice posted by you slash and then i pulled someone's actual mm. username out i parentheses 35f and my
5: so <laughs> parents 33m have been together for just over two years we have been living together for nine months and own a home together we are both professionals and get along 90 percent of the time but lately things have been hard I have been on the verge of a nervous breakdown for a while now, and all of my anxiety has been on my boyfriend. I can't, I can't oh, stand, no. sorry, I can't stand that he works from home, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it feels like I'm constantly observing everything he does and monitoring every move. I'm constantly observing everything he does and monitoring every move he makes. If he takes an extra hour for a break, I question why. Oh, <laughs> What? <laughs> and and feel like he is hiding something. Um, my My therapist said that I need to give him some space, but that is difficult <gasps> for me considering how the house is set up, and I feel like I'm constantly on top of him. I know that I'm not being rational, and I know that I need to give him some space, but I can't seem to stop myself. I feel like I'm going crazy.
0: So presumably she's also working from home. So why is her <laughs> issue with him working, like... It's not that he's working from home It's that they're both working from home Presumably Or she
1: does That's what So all the responses in this Are like Info Do you work from home? Info Do you (laughs) work from home? (laughs) And then And then she responds to one of them And she's like No I'm a I, I He just pays all the bills And then they're like you're the, asshole. You're the <laughs> asshole. Okay, to be clear,
0: Kelsey's making it... Kelsey's riffing right now. This, She's not reading this anything. Is, this is not real. <laughs> is but
1: that, this is pretty typical works? for... Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. very funny. Um, that's... That is what would be. There's always... it's It's generally, like... There's generally posts about, like, one partner earning more than the other or one partner working more than the other and the other partner kind of feeling neglected or the other partner being, like... I need access to that money too, right? <laughs> like, um, I don't know. It's there's a lot of money posts. To be honest, uh,
3: I wonder if there are overarching circumstances that make that a point of stress in people's lives.
1: Yes, yes, like capitalism. That might uh, be an idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, now that you know that, now that, you <laughs> that. Um, oh my god, no! But this this was a This was a classic post that really, you really did get a good quality post um, putting that you.
3: You slash. slash. And I, I, I actually just pasted in someone's actual username, but let's let's see what happens if I t- post in like you. I've got one. turn 42
0: <laughs> I've got one. All right. Hey everyone, I'm in need of some advice. I've been with my boyfriend for about a year now, and we're both in our early twenties. We're pretty happy together, but there's one
2: big problem. He has a really small penis. Oh no! I know that size doesn't matter, and I've tried to tell him that, but he's really self conscious about it. It's causing problems in our sex life because he's too afraid to try anything new or adventurous. I don't know what to do. I love him, and I don't want to break up with him, but this is really starting to bother me. Has anyone else been in a similar situation? What did you do? Oh help. Oh, my God.
0: Did anyone so the help issue is not. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't, that's it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the issue is not that she cares. It's that he cares. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. It would be pretty rough of her to... Post about it publicly if the problem was that she cared, <laughs> but I guess it's kind of rough to post about it at all. Um, uh, yeah, I always think that like if, you, <laughs>
0: if you're posting on relationship advice, it's a last ditch. It's a hail mary. Something's
1: con wrong <laughs> um, for it's sure. So horribly wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, uh,
3: one I, I have to assume there's also some demographic of people where that's like their first resort. I guess so. Probably. Gotta be. It's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. Because like there there are people who are like really glued to Reddit, right? Yeah. You're of- right. Of- and oh, yeah. If
1: they don't have if they don't have anything else, um, or anyone else to talk to. And it can, it probably is entertaining. Like if your post goes viral, it probably is entertaining to like watch it go viral. So like I'm sure there are reasons people make stuff up too. Um, I've I've had a couple posts do really
0: well on Reddit and it is super fun to yeah. watch like the, um, I've never been on the homepage <laughs> though. That would be fun. Love to watch number go up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like people get so heated in the comments. Like, yeah, we, it's like the, to, when the seems... comments start getting to the thousands, they're like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, it seems like really fun to watch everyone get all um, aggravated
0: on there. <laughs> and it's, it's fun because it's like, oh, I started this. Like, all these people <laughs> are responding to something that I did. Like, imagine a room filled with 2,000 people. That's what's happening right now.
3: <laughs> I mean, I guess everyone's, everyone's fantasy is to have like a like a zero stakes instigation incident right
0: mm, right that's it
3: actually um, i actually have one one, one, it, one yeah. that i prompted with um <laughs> the prompt was r slash relationship advice posted by you slash wicked thorn 42 yes, um yes. and you can you can bleep that out or whatever <laughs> yeah be, yeah, yeah
1: bleep it out my bleep it, bleep out my gamer shag um, <laughs> um
3: but uh it says
5: um I, I, parentheses, 30F, have been with my partner, 31M, for five years now. We just bought our first house together late last year. We're recently engaged and married in six weeks' time. (laughs) The property is not in either of our names, but only one of our names, and I've been looking at putting my name on for a while now, but my partner has always been against it. Yeah, I know it's his house, but regardless, I'd like my name on it, too. Just wondering if this is a good idea or not. The only reason I can think of why he's against this is because he doesn't have a good relationship with his ex-wife and they went through an ugly divorce
3: and mm. property ownership was somehow involved in this, so he doesn't want to go through that again.
1: Mm-mm. These are valid but, concerns.
3: Like, There's plenty of uh, like day-to-day and minute-to-minute problems that are solved with very readily available advice yeah, from other and, sources. And, like, and, it, and, I, and yeah. I think maybe yeah, Reddit, just like this part of the internet sort of accumulates particularly exotic concerns just because there's no
1: no some of the posts on there are pretty <laughs> mundane if you don't filter for like the top posts or whatever mm. is he just got a good post um but uh i have not <laughs> one but three good ones
0: i want to read them all
1: um but uh, sometimes the posts are like this. Seems like a really reasonable thing to post on the internet. Like, what do you think about this? Like, how do you and your partner split finances? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of posts like that. Like, yeah, like what? Yeah. Like what? Like what do you guys do? Do you guys share a bank account? Just that kind of stuff, just to get advice to see what see what other options there are. Um, right, because in a, in
3: a society like this, it's quite. All quite convoluted.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because there's a million different ways to to split finances in a relationship. Um, Jake, are you a part of
0: another society that
1: I wasn't? I didn't know about. No, is there I, a
0: society just, that's not like this?
3: Uh, well, there could be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you seem
0: like you. <laughs> you seem like you might be part of another society
1: also. Um,
3: um, I'm not at liberty to disclose the identity of my other memberships.
1: <laughs> You, yeah, you, if anyone, could could really be some kind of um, otherworldly member, I think, Jack, yeah. All
0: right, are you ready? I have three good...
1: Are these the assholes? Nice. These are,
0: yes, yes. All right, here's the first one.
2: I'm pretty sure my roommate is an atheist. She never talks about food or God. She never talks about God or goes to church. I don't really care what her beliefs are, but the other day I came home and found that she had put a dirty dish in the sink and left it there. I asked her to please clean up after herself, and she said that she would
3: think about it.
2: Am I the asshole for wanting her to do her fair share of the chores?
3: Oh, that's tasty. The two hallmarks of atheism. Not talking about God and not talking about food.
1: You're not my food! You're not my God! Oh my God, I'm obsessed. Um... I think that might be one of my favorite statements that it's ever it's ever generated.
0: Do we, oh, first of all, do we think she's the
3: asshole?
1: Um, I mean, <laughs> oh wait, wait, This, wait, if this wait. housemate
3: <laughs> has no god. I mean, you, you can, wait, wasn't it there's really? There's no rules,
1: right? Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it really just a post about dishes, though? Yeah, dishes, It was like the atheist thing in there was just like a red herring. Like, this atheist can't even do the dishes. (laughs) All right, the poster's
3: totally hung up on that aspect of (laughs) of this person's lifestyle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's post number two.
2: Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who thinks this, but I'm starting to think that men are better drivers. Oh, classic. I know that sounds sexist, classic. but hear me out. It's not that women are worse drivers per se, but they're definitely more prone to accidents. Oh my and god. And not just because they're as strong or because they get distracted easily. No, it's because they're emotional. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> yes. that men don't yes, get emotional, yes, yes, yes. but they're definitely better at hiding it. And when it comes to driving, being emotional can be a recipe for disaster. Just think about all the times you've seen a woman driving and she's clearly upset or angry. It's not a good look. <laughs> so in conclusion, I think it's safe to say that men are the better drivers. Oh my god. And if you disagree with me, then you're probably just a bunch of emotional women who can't handle the truth.
1: I know Whoa. I know it I know that it's horrible, that it's so misogynistic, but I think it's so funny. Like, that's hilarious. There's so many uh,
3: like funny little
1: twists that it takes. <laughs> It's such a cliche. Um, And we, it so it really reminds me of that one that was like, I don't know if it made it into the show, but there was one that was that we got generated. I don't even remember what show it was for, but it was like, my girlfriend isn't a bad driver, but she really thinks she is. So I have to spend all of my time like, like working her up and really she's not a bad driver, but she thinks that because she's a woman, she's a bad driver. It's like such a weird post, <laughs> And it's, it had that kind of weird misogyny in it where it's like, it's not that they're bad drivers. It's that they're too emotional. You know, it's like, they could be bad drivers. If they could just get those emotions under control. Um, they could be good drivers. Uh, yeah, I like. I I I I think it's so funny. It is a horrible horrible thing though, and this is what the new AI bill of rights is supposed to protect us from. We read the AI bill of rights on the last on, the last episode. Who's,
3: who's AI bill of rights was this? The, the White House. The
1: White House Whoa, released. I haven't read this. Yet. That if you it's, n- it's not really AI what AI it's of not. Of it sounds. It sounds like it's not rights for. It sounds like rights not, for AI. It sounds like rights for <laughs> That's AI. That's it It's is. not
0: that. It's like. Our rights in dealing right, with right. like
3: algorithm, yeah. um And this was a thing that the the government commissioned from a bunch of people they thought were experts, I assume. Uh, people they thought were yeah. experts. <laughs> um, they, <laughs> they, may, like, they may well there, have been experts.
1: There are a couple, and and so this isn't like legally binding. They're just guidelines. Yeah. um But there are there are a couple interesting ones in there. uh you you should be protected from safe or ineffective systems. You should not face discrimination by algorithms and systems that could be used that should be used and designed in an equitable way. So we could argue that this <laughs> this thing that we're using, this open AI, is not designed to be used in an equitable way. So right now it's it's not the end of the world that it's like Well, I don't know what do you so mean. What horrible? do you mean exactly by that? I don't that? know. I guess that because it's not like Making decisions about who lives or dies. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's just it's not doing anything too too important yet. But maybe I it mean, is. And nature, I don't know.
3: The nature of the tool is that you're like you're querying it to present statistical likelihoods of following. Like it's it's a it's a completion engine. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, yeah. A, it's a tech, it's a predictive emulator. Um,
1: I guess you could be using it to do writing, and then it would be bad if like all the writing it produced was misogynistic. But it seems so random and spotty.
0: A lot of this is happening behind the scenes, so their yeah. ap- their API is like the main way that this organization makes money. I see, I see. Okay, and they so their engines power a ton of stuff like chatbots and okay. yeah, anything yeah. that requires yeah. natural it language probably processing
1: sucks that it's that it is um, so so horrible. So but
0: this is a commercial piece of software, and it's also I would say probably the least biased. I don't have any numbers on that, <laughs> but I know that OpenAI has done an extraordinary amount of work in trying to mitigate uh, the amount of bias in the data and also um, doing kind of post doing kind of sentiment analysis after and so they they won't let anything through that's like they've considered to be overtly bad or racist okay or but I mean, mean but it
1: gets through because we get those. It does get through sometimes. Um, It does get through, and sometimes and sometimes
0: the the algorithm misses it too. So it does still happen.
1: Um, Um, I was thinking about this. You know how humans can do bias training in order to recognize their own biases, and like theoretically, then they can be aware of them and try to counteract them. Could you train an AI to do those? Like to to could you give an AI Bias training?
3: I mean one there's there's a <laughs> there's a thing that I sometimes like to do when people are talking about AI is every time you say AI, every time you're about to say AI, mm. uh, just replace it with the word statistics <laughs> and make sure that what you're saying still makes sense. Mm. So I'm I'm curious how this thought of yours comes together if we remember that AIs aren't like abstractly intelligent.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: So
0: I guess what's it's, going, but that's what's going on now though. It's just I, a matter of sure eliminating that. With I'm not sure I agree with that. Um,
1: that generalization.
0: Yeah, because the thing is, like, if you've worked on these systems, then you're inclined to say, oh, it's just statistics because that's what you have been working on is statistics and lots of linear algebra and stuff. But the thing is, like, that's part of the reason we don't understand consciousness uh, on the neuroscience side of things. Like, Part of the reason we don't, understand consciousness is because we've specialized so much or that's one theory about why we don't understand consciousness is because we specialize so much that like everyone is looking at different parts of the brain and tiny little things we don't we are unable to look at how systems work together point being that like i think we're going to be in in the in a place in the next 10 years or so where it's going to be really blurry about whether we should stop calling it a statistical model and start calling it something intelligent it has intelligence um but it's really easy to just say this is just statistics you know like if that's all you've been doing is working on the back end and seeing how oh, how it actually works and you're unable to see like the picture of what's happening on the fr- you know
1: cuz it's a a neural network a systems wide approach yeah
0: but like that's you could say that's just that's just, just calculus and hmm. statistics yeah <laughs>
1: um
3: i i'd i'd like to hear more about how you bridge this uh like from statistics to neuroscience in your conception of 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 the technology
0: yeah so i'm taking i'm in a i've been halfway in the neuroscience world and halfway in the cs world this year um and they are different fields but there's a lot of Uh, relationships between them so I'm I'm in the computational neuroscience Mm. world so the goal of computational neuroscience is to build models of the brain for research um, and to basically have like models that you could do kind of experiments on abstractly as opposed to like getting a rat out every time you want to (laughs) learn something about the brain and AI and machine learning is firmly in the statistics world but they borrow a lot of tools from computational neuroscience. Mm. Um, and they've been borrowing more and more and more and more. And they've started to and now, so like, especially with convolutional neural nets, which do, for our listeners, do image processing. Um, like, anything, the relationship. Anything
3: you can convolve, they can do.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. All right. The relationship between how a neuron is modeled and how a convolutional neural network works is getting closer and closer like the the multi layer perceptron is only extremely abstractly related to how neurons interact, but a sure, convolutional yeah. neural network is like it's closer like it's closer to sure. how neurons yeah, have perceptive yeah, by a fields of steps. yeah, yeah, my point is, I think the AI models are gonna get they're gonna just borrow and borrow more and more tricks from. <laughs> the neuroscience world until finally it becomes one big messy blurry i don't know if the, they're not going to actually converge like just like that but i mean i guess that's the nature of like transdisciplinary work right yeah exactly yeah all right this has been this is good though i feel like the show never gets technical um
1: yeah it's nice to have a computer science major on here it's another one i jack, guess <laughs> jack definitely
0: jack definitely knows more than i do no wow.
3: doubt i don't know yeah. <laughs>
1: you both know more than me um that's for sure
3: but not not both of us combined perhaps at most one of us might stand a chance at knowing more than you but certainly not both of us combined
4: you negate each other no
3: no i would say that there is there's, there's a lower limit on how far any one person's intelligence and like knowledge base differs from the others and i would say that lower limit is like solidly above 50 percent of you know any other individual involved I, I I just did the calculus. I, I, can, I, can, I, can, do it, I can do it out for, for you if you want. Please do out the math. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd like that. Um, please, I'll have it. Um, Spoken
0: like a true computer scientist.
1: Have it by Friday, all right? I have to the, take the a grade is, point off if it's, yeah. if it's past Friday. Ten points. It's not nothing. For um, now, it is, <laughs> it is
3: left as an exercise to the
1: listeners. 20% of your final grade. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm right in the middle of school. We are AI generated pod on all relevant platforms, and our email is theai generated podcast at gmail.com.
0: I did the data collection and model training, and I also produced the show and wrote the music. Ellie Baker and I designed the thumbnail and we all did the prompts for today.
1: <laughs> Thank you to Jack for being on the show today.
3: I'm I'm right on it. I'm so on it. <laughs>
0: Thanks to the people over at OpenAI working on GPT-3 for making the API we use on the show, and also thanks to uh, Reddit users.
1: <laughs> I don't <know>. Oh no! <laughs> can we
3: can we individually thank all the Reddit users every, in every the GPT Reddit corpus?
1: This show was unwillingly solicited by our corporate overlords at Dover Demon Incorporated.